This is what I've noticed with a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs or whoever that get to a certain level. Um, they have one story that is like a summary of their life up to that point. Hmm. And that's the same shit that they say on different shows, different panels, different podcasts, interviews, whatever. And I, I experienced this myself um, doing some research for, you know, some of the bigger guests that I've had on. And I would listen to like a different podcast they did. And then when I was doing the episode, they would talk about the same thing in the same manner. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that led me in, in two different ways of thinking. One was, oh, it's important to have a story and a summary of your life up to this point. Mm-hmm. While being comfortable with what you're comfortable sharing, right? Or while being aware of, of like, I'm not going to share too many details, but I have a, I have a story like with a, with a beginning, a middle an ending and a conclusion and then it leads people to ask questions which they can pick and choose to answer but the second part of that equation was I got frustrated because then it's just like I get someone on and they're fitting a piece of a puzzle you know what I'm saying they're just saying the same shit so I'm like I had this person on now I can get bigger people on and they're like I just said what I've been saying everywhere else so now I can tap into this audience that I didn't know about Mm -hmm. So it's like, it kind of makes it not authentic. Um, but when you're starting out, in, in your case, you know, you're wearing a hoodie that has changes eminent mm-hmm. in the center. This is something that's tied in with your brand, with your life story, with all the things that we don't really have to get into. Obviously, you'll share them when, it, when it's time for you. But if you had to summarize what changes eminent means to you, how would you do that? Well, um, first of all, the the brand imminent. Um, I made it for two reasons. Um, I made it because it's for. I wanted it to be for everybody, right? I feel like everybody has their own imminent story, but more so also for my own for my own story. My own story is imminent, um, and the phrase "changes imminent" is for everybody. Um, as much as it is for me. And I feel like my whole life, I've always had the th- any anything, everything around me was always changing. Um, you know, whether it was my living situation, what side of town I stayed on, I had two sets of parents, I was back and forth between each set of parents, um, you know, schools and um, everything, the jobs, I went through like really rough times because of my own bad decisions and everything has always changed whether I was when I when I was up I ended up going down and when I was down I ended up going up and that kind of leads me to that phrase change is imminent because things are always changing the but the real the real statement is it's imminent. It's coming soon. And it's about how you look at it. It's about your perspective. Because, you know, just because you're going down doesn't mean that you're not going to get back up. So, yeah, change is always happening. It's just about you just have to go through the motions and you have to make it happen. You have to first realize that things are changing and then you act. You know, the more you sit stagnant and you think about how you don't like the change, yeah. the more you're going to stay still. 100%, yeah. man. You, I mean, that's beautiful, and I can definitely agree and relate to that in, in a way. Um, 
I might have shared this a couple times before as well, but I moved here when I was 12 and you know, that just a move like that, moving, moving from a different continent, different country, just gives you an idea of, you know, how, how something that big, how, how a change that big rather can be something that you can deal with on a, on a level or in a way that not only enhances the quality of your life, but, you know, it doesn't, doesn't take anything away from it. And, and right before I found out that I was going to be moving, you know, I have a, I have a group of friends in, in this country and I have a life essentially. That's all, that's all I've known so far. So when you, when you encounter that change or the idea of change, the initial reaction is always uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I remember the last day, you know, hanging out with my friends and I was like, man, I really don't want to go because at that moment, that's all I knew. I had comfort. I had all these emotions that I ever knew about were in that place, were in within those people, within those communities. Mm-hmm. But just the acceptance, obviously, I didn't really have a choice at 12, right? But in, 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 in the micro sense of everyday decisions, I definitely agree that acceptance and recognizing, you know, change, but also what can change. If mm-hmm. you if you always have that filter on where you can always recognize like these things are not permanent. Mm-hmm. We have these conversations or I've, I've heard these conversations many times where whatever is happening in your life right now seems like this could go on for a while, but mm-hmm. none of this is permanent. The people you hang out with, depending on how things go, obviously that's a different story, but a better way to put it is uh, the people you're around rather on a regular basis or the things that you're doing. Everything is subject to change. So change literally is imminent mm-hmm. because nothing is going to stay still. The atoms in our body, the, the blood cells, nothing, the skin, literally nothing stays the same. Mm-hmm. It's our perception and our reaction and our holding on to the desire for things to stay the same when something is comforting or comfortable or when things are going well. Mm-hmm. So there's so much power in that phrase itself. And, you know, I, I see why you would put it in the front of the hoodie. Mm-hmm. I, see, I see it. Yeah. It's not just a cool thing. It's not just because it's reflective. It's not just because the quality of the, the clothes you make is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, it actually has a very deep meaning. And you carry it like on your chest, literally. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's important to, to learn to embrace change. Um, the more you're scared of it, the more you're uncomfortable by the sound of it. Um, you know, I have friends and family members and people around me where... When something's changing, when something's about to, um, like, we're going to a different bar or a different restaurant or we're eating something I've never tried before, you know, they're like, eh, I'm good. I'm going to have that number one. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even want to try it. Um, But, yeah, embracing change sometimes can introduce you into things that can change your life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like the same way you can shy away from something that's new in your life if you would have embraced it and tried your hardest to understand it learn it um be a part of it you could have changed your life you might actually have liked that thing whatever it is whether it's a subject you're studying whether it's a skill you're learning whether it's a house you're living in or a neighborhood new neighborhood new city bro this is this is literally what happened with with this whole podcast thing like I, I don't know if I've gone in, in detail with the story, but just to summarize for, for those that, 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 may, that may have heard this before, um, I, was really, I was really shy and I didn't want to have my voice, my face, all these things on the internet. 
but I had all these ideas and just recognizing that the change that I have to make in that moment is accepting that it is okay for me to put these things out. And then the change, another change that I talked about in, in, on the previous episode that's currently out was um, I had to change my habits and my, my patterns of the things that I found comfort in, which, which were, um, you know, hanging out with people, partying, drinking, um, not excessively, obviously, but uh, still finding peace and, and joy in things that weren't helping me progress. Did you play video games? All the time. That's another thing that kind of just slipped my mind. But I loved video games. Video games was a huge part, um, definitely for my life, uh, only because when I moved here, I didn't really have friends. So I had to start all over again. And uh, when you're playing video games, you can have a lot of virtual air quotes friends, right? Because you're talking to people and you're connecting with people in a way. And um, that was definitely my out outlet initially. But as I started to get older, and I, I guess after I hit puberty, you know, girls seem like a better option. Mm -hmm. So I, I quit. I quit video games. Started pursuing all those things, partying and all that stuff. And then I actually entered a phase again in my life where video games became my primary source of happiness. And I'll open up about this. My primary source of achievement. I really found happiness, and I, I found a sense of achievement if I was doing well in a video game. And I would track. This is going to sound fucking crazy to people. I would track my analytics for my video games, like how many kills I got versus how many times I died. Mm -hmm. And I would get happy looking at that number. Can you imagine? Just think about that for a second. You have to be in a very dark place mentally and, and emotionally to find value and happiness in that. Knowing you have potential to do other things, your primary focus is I'm just gaming with my friends. Fuck doing anything else. Fuck going out. All these little insecurities. Like everything that happened. And then just recognizing that change is not only eminent, but in this case required. Because mm -hmm. if change is not made, if it's there's no change same. made, it's over. Like you'll just continue to get older. You know, and it just becomes a... It becomes it's like a, a circle almost that people... You can get trapped in easy. One I remember person. like one summer when I was a teenager, I spent like almost every minute I was awake playing video games on the computer. And I was like, bro, this is crazy. Like, how did I stay up from 10 or 11 in the morning until 2 in the morning the next day? And then I was like exactly. eating and on my phone and all this while I'm playing these games. And I'm like, yo, uh, like looking back on it now... Um, I obviously wish I would have done way, tried way more things than, than getting good at video games, you know. But I mean, some people find happiness in video games, and that's okay. That's cool, you know. I, I, I love video games still. I don't play them at all anymore. I actually sold my PlayStation um, while I was oh, yeah. creating Imminent. But um, you know, I don't have any hate for them. I just feel like everything is good in moderation, you know. So um, if I have and I also feel like it's important as a human being to obviously find out what you want to do, what's going to make you happy, what's going to be your purpose. You know what I mean? Um, I thought about that for a very, very big portion of my life. You know, um, I understood who I've always understood who I was and what makes me happy. But um, to figure out like how I am going to help as many people as I want to help 